On the farm today, we continue with our focus on the Ministry of Agriculture's agronomy research update. Now, yesterday, we brought you insect specialist Dr. James Tanzi, who talked about the grasshopper situation. Today, he focuses in on wheat midge. And while he says they're still processing data for the 2022 forecast, we can maybe get some insight based on what we saw happening this year and the insect itself. What we saw in uh, in 2021, however, was a, a greatly increased densities over 2020. We'll see what this, uh, uh, for the upcoming year, what this uh, uh, produces, and we'll, of course, publish it on the uh, on the ministry website once that data is uh, is uh, is processed and mapped. Um, what's really important with these animals, despite what we saw with uh, predictions for very large populations, is that everything depends on rain in uh, in uh, in the spring. So uh, they need 25 millimeters of rain prior to the end of May, and reason being is they're, they they they, they uh, uh, the larvae as a rule will fall into the soil, dig down. And need to be exposed to moisture to stimulate pupation. So they'll, they'll actually change their location, get a little bit closer to the surface, uh, and pupate in the spring once once they get exposed to that uh, get get exposed to that moisture. If they don't get exposed to that moisture, they can actually hunker down for a year or two uh, and just bide their time. Uh, they can be economically important, as as, as many people know, and more than 600 per square meter can result in major yield losses. Uh, quality can be uh, can be issued at uh, it can be influenced by me at at, low, at lower densities, probably closer to 300 per square meter. Um, the two products registered or the two active ingredients registered for control of these animals, if you're not looking at varietal blends, uh, are chlorpyrifos in products like Lorisban and Nufos and and uh, and and so forth, uh, and dimethoate like you'll see in Lagon and Saigon. Uh, both of these products are, are 1B, so they're, they're, they, they have the same mode of action. Um, as a rule, chlorpyrifos is marginally more effective, but dimethylate is still a very effective product. Uh, as many of you are aware, and I'll talk about this in, in a little bit of details, chlorpyrifos has been slated for deregistration, so, the, so there has been a final decision issued by Health Canada, uh, and this product will no longer be available for this use. Uh, there's also an important parasitoid, Macroquinis penetrans, uh, and uh, will we use this to assess populations? So oftentimes, this this parasitoid can have a dramatic effect on wheat midge populations. And so, what we're looking at and what will forward uh, as part of the uh, the survey results are viable uh, um, uh, uh, viable midge. Uh, so that is unparasitized. Once they're parasitized, they're toast. So as I mentioned before, an increase uh, in 2021 over 2020, uh, as, as I indicated before, we're still waiting uh, on a complete data set for the 2022 forecast. But we did see a, a real ramping up uh, from 2020 to 2021. Uh, we'll provide an update as soon as that's available. That's Dr. James Tanzi, the province's insect specialist. Now, this was just a segment of his presentation during the agronomy research update, which was held recently. You can check out his full presentation on the Ministry of Agriculture's website under the Sask Ag Now link. Go down and check for the webinar section. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler.